Welcome guys to Metanoia, I am your host Gezia. Today's episode is all about psychology and I'm so excited to share with you today's guest speaker, Tanushri Pasricha, who is an expert in this field of child psychology. So starting with the history of psychology, coming from a field of philosophy, psychology is a scientific study of behavior and mental processes. Behavior includes all of our outward or overt actions and reactions, such as talking, facial expressions, and movement. Psychology is a relatively new field in the realm of sciences, only about 138 years old, but is really important for us all to be active in this field, not like clinically or professionally, but just to know the basic psychology so that we can understand the world around us better, to understand people around us better, and to be more empathetic towards people and for maintaining the better relationship with ourselves and our surroundings and people around us and today is all about child psychology and little souls around us and now welcoming our guest speaker hi everybody uh, I am Tanushri Pasricha and I'm a child psychologist so talking a little about me I am passionate about child psychology I am dealing with children from the last six years so Let's talk about what exactly is child psychology. Child psychology is when we understand a child's behavior, the child's emotions, the child's thoughts. But how can this be done? This can be only done when we provide a very safe environment to the kids. When we're not judgmental towards them, when we try to understand their point of view and also make them understand our point of view. It's basically understanding them from their point of view, trying to be empathetic with them, trying to be as comfortable with them while providing them our guidance and facilitating them in taking the sessions when they're confused, when they're caught up in something. I'm really excited with you over here and uh, this is like, uh, I feel like it's really important for us to know, you know, the child's point of view from an early age. Why do you think it's important? Why is it like so, uh, so many people are going towards it these days? Because, you know, from the early childhood, there is a lot of developments which happen in kids. The kids try to understand the behavior, they try to understand their own self, they try to understand their family members, their perception, their behavior. And it's important, you know, while understanding all these things, they get that support, they get mental peace at home, they can convey their viewpoints also. And it's very, very important to provide a safe environment to the child in the early childhood only. Because if we don't provide that safe environment, they will not ever uh, discuss their issues with you. That's why child psychology is important. It's important to understand their viewpoints, their behavior, their emotion everything that is related to them and also they should also understand the parents perspective the family members perspective but that can only happen when everybody tries to understand the child first that's so true because sometimes uh, children in the young age are not able to understand why their parents are not listening to them or giving them space to hear what they want right. to say can these experiences uh, affect them in their later years because i feel like they do as they create some kind of defense system in their later years and that impact their relationships as well? 
so yes it impacts them a lot when they become uh, when they grow uh, you know when they are teenagers or when they're adults because the child's uh, experience of their childhood is very important and it plays a very important role when they actually grow up because for example a child has uh, doesn't have a good uh, family environment in their childhood they will always remember that when they grow uh, a little uh, older when they are in the teenager or when they are in the college because they will always remember that the parents were not supporting or you know it's not about just the parents maybe uh, there was a, a toxic environment at home the child was dominated by the family member the child will always remember and maybe the child will have inhibit this behavior and try to dominate somebody else when the child is a teenager or an adult so it imp- a childhood impacts a child throughout their life so if the childhood is good the whole development of the child is good so it is important to cater to the childhood initially and also with the the understand thing so you can make them understand everything with time but providing a safe environment a comfortable environment in the childhood a supportive family a good family environment is very very important what would you like to tell parents about their child like what tips would you recommend for the parents for their child okay so the first thing which i would tell the parents is that you know they should be very very supportive to the kids they should actively listen to the child you know sometimes parents are busy in their own work or the household work but when a child comes they should give them the time to talk and they should listen to them they should spend time with the child it creates a bond it creates an understanding between them also the parents should uh, you know make the child so comfortable that they start trusting the parent instead of a third person or a stranger they should spend quality time with the child every day you know the if the parent is working also the first thing which i would suggest the parents to do is you know take 5 minutes uh, before you enter the house uh, to relax to take a deep breath to do anything to calm yourself down from all the stress and frustration that you're having from the office and then enter the house because what the kids need is a hug from your side a smile on your face and you know after that ask them about their day and tell them about their day because it's important for you also to share it with them and for them also to share it with you and another thing is provide them with a very non judgmental environment at home or uh, you know by non judgmental i mean you need know, the child is telling you that uh, a parent that i did this today i you know i got in a fight with a child don't assume that the, your child would be wrong even if the child is wrong the child is admitting the mistake the child is telling you something listen acknowledge and support is very 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 important for the child because then the child uh, you know have an understanding oh my parents are listening to me the child understand my point view point and then you can definitely tell them that what is right and what is wrong and next them what they need to do so these are small small tips which uh, parents can do and another thing is you know every time don't try, try to stop your child let them fall it's okay for them to fall unless and until they don't fall they will not get to know how to get up 
and i'll give you an example uh, when the child starts crawling some of the parents think that you know we should protect the child we should not let the child fall if the child doesn't fall the child will never get to know that how to walk so let them fall and get up but then yes support them yeah because i feel like uh, parental patterns that uh, hold an environment in the you know the safe space of a child really impacts their behavior and how they are being vulnerable around other yeah. people and the parents how like relationship problems between the parents or the environment can affect the relationship problems a child can have later in their life so you know the relationship problems could be with anybody in the family it could be between the parent it could be uh the child uh, it could be with the child also but what is important is that the child imitates everything you know if you're showing the child that we have a problem and we fight every day the child is going to imitate the same thing and do the same thing with you now I'll give an example. Ah, uh, if the parent, ah, uh, if the parent wants something, and they start shouting on the on somebody else, the child is going to imitate the behavior that if I also want something, I'm going to shout and I will get it. So it's important for you to understand that whatever you imitate, the child is going to copy, either it be positive or negative. If you show positive behavior, the child will copy a positive behavior. If you show a negative behavior, the child will copy a negative behavior. And after the child has inhibited a negative uh, pattern in them, it's very difficult to change it from negative to positive. But definitely, we can if we catch it at the right time. So it's uh, the duty of the families and parents to understand that whatever you show is going to be copied. so you need to be very mindful about your words about your behavior about the way you uh, talk to the child about the way uh, you behave with the child how you are having communication with them how you are uh, conveying your view but everything is being impacted on the child so try to be as mindful with the child as possible and let's say for example if you say something in front of the child you explain the child the reason of it and you can also sometimes you know as uh, adults we also make mistake and uh, when we make mistake it's okay to apologize so it's completely fine if you apologize to the child for doing something wrong the, this way the child will also learn to make mistake and apologize for that right. so we talked about parental patterns that behavior of the parents with their child and within their relationship can also affect the child because as you know you know like some parents fight at home in front of their child and child takes on to that behavior and that later impacts on their relationship life as well with other people right so some tips that you can provide to the parents that can help uh them to know what to do if they want to discuss something with their partner like either not to do it in front of the child or something yeah okay so uh some tips and suggestions for parent even if they have some kind of a problem with them between them or they're facing some issue which they want to talk about they can go into the room and talk about it and if they feel that the child will hear they can wait for the time to for the child to go to sleep 
or you know maybe they can go out for walk and talk it out there but not in front of the child because you know when the child sees this the child is going to inhibit this behavior when the child is an adult or when the child is growing up another thing is you know if sometimes you know it happens that even after trying to avoid this as much as possible we still cannot avoid it and it just happens in front of the child when it happens the first thing you need to do as parents is go to the child and talk about it explain them the reason of two people having a communication problem between them that there is uh, something that we talked about but yes the way we spoke was wrong explain them that what we did was wrong and this is not going to be repeated again whatever you communicate to the child it should be in a proper form you tell them why it happened uh, what were the reasons that uh, it happened and what are you not going to do next time we always tell to the children that you know what needs to be done but we don't tell them what not needs to be done or sometimes we just tell them what not needs to be done and we don't tell them what actually needs to be done please give them proper instructions please give them proper communication otherwise you know uh, they will uh, misunderstand the situation and they will again try to imitate this yeah i feel like some parents you know just brush it off like a normal thing and just uh go on with their lives without explaining their child like they don't tell them the whole part they will partially tell them right. and then just leave them uh hanging in between and the child is not able to understand at such a young, vulnerable age like uh what should be done in in place or what not to be done and then they start wondering and they start imitating. dating the patterns in their life exactly so i'll just want to add on one point here uh, so you know at times it happens that you know parents they do talk to the child but they don't really talk about these issues so you know maybe uh, what parents can do is they can just uh, have a time in a week with the child where they discuss about the issues which happen around them it could be issues between the family it could be issues between the parent but i'm not saying tell them that the exact issue that is happening between the parent but it could be just a general discussion with the parent where they can also put their viewpoint so that even parents understand what is their understanding about a particular topic and even the child understand what is the parents understanding about a particular topic which will also enhance the relationship strengthen the relationship and also they will try to understand the each other they might be uh, being might become empathetic towards each other so this is very important for the parents to do these because kids are not those uh, you know young kids who will not understand nowadays these this generation understand everything what you do what you say how you behave everything they understand i also feel like sometimes parents force their opinion on their child to to believe on just what they say disregarding the belief of what child wants to say and having their own opinion what parents should do to balance this thing out okay yes i agree that some parents force their opinion on the children and they don't even want to listen to the opinion of the child 
that's not right and that should not be done you know a child is another individual and the parent is another individual they can just put their viewpoints or whatever thoughts they have but they should not force the child to uh, either agree or continue going on the path they can just put the viewpoints uh, they can discuss the pros and cons of that particular thing but they can't force a child to do something force forcing an opinion will be like you know uh, throwing a stone on something because uh, if you force it firstly uh, they don't want to agree by their own choice they're agreeing it because you want them to agree so it's better that kids choose their path kids choose their opinion they should develop their opinion by their own uh, you know learning but not by because the parents want them to do because the parent want something from them no it's better to have a discussion with them about a particular opinion but not forcing them to apply that opinion in their life and specifically in these cases i've seen children being emotionally uh, blackmailed about it that if you don't do this i will do this no that's not the right way of parenting you should not emotionally blackmail the child instead try to understand their opinion and maybe you can come to a midpoint of that exactly and also like adding to that respecting their child's opinion as their individual perspective because it's really important for the child to gain their perspective in life as well as an individual yes right and uh, there are some things that really is important for parents to know like there are different personalities for children and every child cannot be handled the same way even the siblings am i right yes that's true very right actually every child is different every individual is different everybody has a different thought process everybody has a different perspective everybody has a different behavior as you said that even two sibling cannot be brought the same way you know one may be introvert one may be extrovert one may be very intelligent one may be uh, interested more in extracurricular so you can't really treat both the kids the same way, even in the same situations i'll just go to very small situation uh, two kids who are very amazing brilliant in academics cannot be good in uh, extracurricular maybe one of them is good in extracurricular the other is not so there should no there shouldn't be any comparison between the two kids and they should not be forced to uh, take up extracurricular because the sibling is doing that let the children choose what they want to do let the children uh, have their own opinion of thing let the children develop by their own learning but not by something that the sibling is doing exactly and also like some parents start comparing their child to their sibling and who is getting greater marks and uh, like their yes. relatives and cousins and neighborhood like uh, what should the parents do instead of comparing their child right okay so now when we talk about comparison comparison could be yes with sibling it could be with relatives 
it could be with students uh, in the neighbors it could be with the students in school it could be just be with anyone and it could be about anything but as we're talking about grades yes uh, parents do compare you know in comparison also there is a positive comparison and a negative comparison so i'll just quote example of positive and negative comparison negative comparison is when you know a child is not getting good grade and the elder sibling is getting very nice grade so the child the parent says always they tell them see your brother is doing so well you're not even doing anything now when you say such statements to the child the first thing which happens is the self esteem drops their confidence goes low and they start feeling as if you know they don't even have the capability to do anything and even if they have some talent or abilities or uh, you know something that they like doing they will stop doing because they think they can't even do this much they can't even uh, fulfill their parents team how will they be able to do this so instead of doing that we can do a positive comparison the positive comparison is where you you know if the child gets low grades you can just appreciate acknowledge the child about getting some kind of grade for example this child scored uh let's say 40 out of 100 okay we understand that the grades are low and the child needs to work on but if you say you didn't even score of 50 this time this is a negative comparison but we can say in that situation oh i am happy that you scored 40 out of 100 you know maybe we can uh, sit and see where we can work out next time and if you need help of me or you know your sibling or anybody definitely we can take up instead of giving them a negative comparison start doing a positive comparison yeah and also coming to a point where uh, normally like adults try to you know pressure only on a particular field where child might not be comfortable in and they start telling him or her to focus on that that particular field leaving all the hobbies and the interests that a child have how can this impact the child in the future okay so as is saying that uh, if the child if the parent force them to take a particular field how will that impact in their future it impacts a lot because firstly they lose their self confidence and self esteem because now somebody else is taking decisions on them and some children in these cases also become dependent on the parent for taking decisions for them and they don't have a say in anything you know in public or in a group uh, meeting or in any kind of discussion they will not even put their view point because they know somebody else is taking decisions for them somebody else is forcing them to enter into a particular field even if they don't have interest they forced to develop interest in that when you force children to do something it impacts them a lot because then uh, sometimes in relationships also children try to uh, be forced to do something they don't take decisions for themselves they uh, they don't do things which they like they drop the self confidence and it is all reflected when they are adults and it impacts in all ways their own personal relationship with themselves their relationship with somebody else their professional life everything is impacted
think also creating the issues of self-worth, anxiety, and things like that. Yes. And um, external yes. validity and uh, issues like that. Coming to the next thing that is about uh, kind of disorders in child like ADHD, PTSD, autism, battered baby syndromes, and especially in females, it is really underrated. What would you like to share? About? See, disorders is something which people should understand now. You know, when anybody gets to know that uh, this child has a disorder, this individual has a disorder, we start treating them as untouchable, as disabled. You know, these words are not the right words to be used, but to just give everybody an understanding of the disorder, it's very important to understand them. You know, these uh, children or these individuals are not untouchable. They are not uh, mental people as, you know, everybody says. Everybody has this thing in mind that, you know, if you're going to a psychologist, this means you're mad. This means you're mental. No, you're not mental. We're just trying to take help from a professional who is trained in the field of psychology and can help you and guide you as to which direction to move in. And when we come uh, and talk about disorder, it's important firstly to understand the depth of the disorder, to what extent the disorder is, what kind of therapy or what kind of treatment is needed in that disorder, are there any kind of medication that needs to be done, what kind of therapy is used, how many sessions needs to be taken in a way, what kind of home remedies need to be taken, what kind of school remedy needs to be taken. Uh, meeting with the counselor at least once a week by the parents, trying to understand the psychologist's point of view, trying to understand the child, trying to understand that the child is having a disorder, but they're not untouchable, they're not mental, they are special kids. You know, in psychology, we term them as special need children. They need special care, they need special attention, they need love very very important they demand love they want you to spend time with them and not nag them for having a disorder not always blame them to be in the house and to be a big responsibility for them to handle always treating them with care always treating them with love that's the only things they need also like giving a little bit of overview about uh, just a little bit of overview about these disorders uh, what is ADHD ADHD attention deficit hyperactive disorder where the child gets hyper the child cannot sit at a particular place for a long time they can't pay attention to things for a long duration they have that energy in them to do something uh, let's come on to the next disorder, which is autism. So autism can be of many types. It could be mild, moderate, severe, depending on the child. Now, in autism, the main, most common thing that we need to know is that these children cannot make eye contact. They uh, can study in normal classes. But it's difficult for them to be in normal classes. They need 
स्पेशल एजुकेशन देनी ऑक्यूपेशन थेरेपी ऑल दीज थिंग्स आर नीडेड इन द चिल्ड्रन देन वी कम टू डिसलेक्सिया बेसिकली लर्निंग डिसेबिलिटी डिसलेक्सिया इज वेन यू नो हैव अ डिफिकल्टी इन रीडिंग एंड राइटिंग दे आर ओके विद वर्बल बट वेन इट कम्स टू रीडिंग एंड राइटिंग दे रिवर्स द लेटर दे रिवर्स बी विद डी so it is important that you know these children get proper education proper support from the teachers from parents as well is very important that the parents give extra time to the children because they really need it so these are some very uh, important disorders which all of us should know and it's important that if the child is going through a disorder this doesn't mean that they are untouchable or this doesn't mean that they are mental they are special kids we should treat them with care we should take care of them we should pay attention to them and also handle them with love yeah and also coming to a point where people and parents have a phobia in chelding their child to therapy and to a psychologist to you know share their problems what would you like to suggest for the parents yeah uh, every parent has this uh, fear of sending their child to therapy because as i said earlier also people think that you know if you're sending the child to therapy this means a child is mad a child is mental no they not mad they not mental please don't use these negative words for kids they are special kids they should be sent for therapy because they need therapy because they need somebody who is non judgmental they need somebody who can support them guide them facilitate them understand their problem be empathetic to them play with them obviously within therapy we have a therapy called play therapy which we use with kids because kids uh, understand and learn through play more than normal verbal communication and what as therapists we, we do is provide a safe environment we don't tell them don't do this don't do that we be therapeutic to them we know which particular intervention needs to be done with the child we can increase the obviously the parents can also increase the confidence of the child but in therapy we do it in a very different way the kids come uh, come to us they become comfortable they enjoy with us and that's a routine for them and then eventually they even benefit with therapy so please parents don't uh, think that you know your child is mental your child is special don't say these words to them it creates a lot of problems for them by listening to these words thank you so much for this wonderful information i feel like it's going to help really change uh the world and the perspective of the parents and adults around us what are at last i'd like to for you to give just a little bit tips for adults not parents anyone who is around a child okay for adults some tips uh, when they are with kids eh? one is listen to them and by listening you know i would just want to um, share a difference between hearing and listening you know hearing is when we hear but we don't want to actually hear we just hear the other sound we hear things that are happening around us but we actually don't understand the other's point of view 
and listening is when you know a child is talking to an adult they should sit and listen to them understand from their point of view give non verbal cues like hmm, okay i'm listening so that the child knows that yes this person is listening to me and if you have any question ask the child after that don't assume anything from the child's story or whatever the child is saying and you know this is one thing active listening is very very important for adults to do when they are around second is you know if the child makes a mistake never ever humiliate or insult the child in front of 10 people they feel insulted they feel devastated they feel hurt if the child has made a mistake it's fine you can take the child to the room make them understand that you know this should not be done this way you can do this in this way but don't scold them acknowledge them always you know if the child is even doing a very simple small thing acknowledge it i understand some people say that you know uh we should not always appreciate the child because then the child adapts this habit of always being appreciated okay i understand but at least you can acknowledge at least you can acknowledge that the child has done something another is communicate you know if you have a problem or if you are facing a problem with the child for example a very simple thing that the, you feel that the child is watching too much of tv and not studying you can just talk to the child about what is causing them do this you know you can talk to the child about watching too much of tv pros and cons of tv and what are their desire what are their uh, goals of their life and then motivate them towards studies you can help them prepare a schedule of studying and watching tv it's important to communicate them it's important to empathize with them it is important to spend time with them understand them play with them everything is important so these are very important tips for adults if you are with kids i feel that is really important for the communication to happen because sometimes it might be like if child is continuously watching tv or playing video games it could be because of their soul uh, low self esteem because they might be yes. getting an escapism from the tv or mobile phones and the games and it is not always the cause of the problem it's a consequence of a problem yeah So it's really important for parents to communicate with child what's happening in their school and is there someone who is troubling them and always acting on if if a child is getting bullied in school you really the parents and the adults or the guardians really need to take care of the child and the bullies because bullying can be traumatizing for the child as well as they grow up yes. creating a lot of problems in their life Definitely so I'll just want to add on to this bullying part. You know a lot of time why children don't speak about these bullying and traumatic events is because they feel that the parents will not understand it. They feel that you know if I tell my parent my parent will always feel that it's my mistake. But sometimes it's not the child. Sometimes it is the child's mistake. Sometimes it's somebody else who's bullying and that person is emotionally blackmailing the child. always observe the behavior of the child if you see that the behavior of the child is changing in any way 
please talk to the child and talk to the child very politely try to be as indirect as possible in the starting if you feel that you know the child is not speaking up maybe go and speak to the class teacher maybe go and speak to the bus in charge you need to observe you need to see what is happening because you have no idea what kind of trauma the child is going through and in terms of trauma and bullying we have seen children stop living their life they just are moving in their life because they have to go to the school they have to study they need to give exam they're just doing it for the sake of it they don't enjoy doing this and they stop doing those those favorite thing which they used to do they go into depression they go into so trauma that they go into loneliness also so it's important for parents for guardians for teachers to observe these things in kids and as soon as you observe please take an action and also like um, when we observe these things we can do the both like we can stop the the child who is bullying that could be also psychological why the child is bullying another child and the victim as well who is getting bullied we can stop both the things by knowing the child psychology and the science definitely i thank you so much thank you so much tanishree for joining me on this podcast and i'm really glad that you're here and sharing this wonderful information for the audience and the listeners thank you so much thank you so much kezia for giving me the opportunity to uh, give my knowledge and education to everybody to come at this platform and just uh, provide this knowledge to everybody thank you so much kezia thank you so much Thank you.